What's up? This is Daniel Safer, and you're listening to another episode of Fitness Frameworks. And on this episode, I'm going to share with you a life-changing philosophy. Well, it might not really be life-changing, but it's really cool, and it's something that you can apply to fitness and to everything outside of fitness. And it really helped me to understand and go back to the principles and the basics and the foundations and the things that I really need to learn and focus on. These last couple of years, my health and fitness have been a big part of my life. I've spent tons of time testing, failing, learning, and iterating on my nutrition and exercise plan with the help of mentors. The real question has been, as a busy professional, how can I develop a sustainable fitness lifestyle where I prioritize my health, but I do not let it consume my life? This podcast is here to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I keep learning to apply and share fitness frameworks that help me achieve my health goals. My name is Daniel Seifert and welcome to Fitness Frameworks. So this actually starts with something that has nothing to do with fitness. But that's the cool thing when we discuss philosophies, ideas, frameworks. It can be applied to a lot of different things. And this was at my work, so it has to do with software. I was presenting a software design that I had for one of the services. And as I was presenting it, I came across an issue, but I had like five different ways that we could do it. I was like, all right, we have option one through five. And I was really excited about it. I was presenting them. I was like, if we do option three, this is the cool things. This is the bad things. If we do option four, this is the cool things. This is the bad things. But I think option five is the best, even though it's complicated. We're going to be able to optimize for X, Y, and Z. And I was super excited about what I was presenting. And at the end of it, one of the senior developers kind of stopped me. He's like, I think we should go with option number one. And I was like, what? Option number one? That's like the basic one. Like, why would we want to go with that one? And he just dropped a huge knowledge bomb. He's all like, because all of these options are going to get the job done right now. But option number one is going to be the simplest one to implement it so we can actually get it out on time. And essentially, options two through five, we were pre-optimizing for things that we don't know if that's going to be the case in the future. We were pre-optimizing. Oh man, pre-optimizing. I had never really heard about this concept before. But as I really started to think about that, I started to be able to relate it to fitness because that's what I do. I put frameworks into fitness. (laughs) And I started to realize there are so many different times where in fitness, I was pre-optimizing for situations that in reality might not even happen or I was pre-optimizing when I should have focused on the fundamentals, I should have focused on the principles that would get the job done and I could have made a lot more progress. Now, pre-optimization was very tricky because it gave me a false sense of security. It gave me a false sense of confidence because I was focused on the smaller details and I felt like, oh, if I controlled them, if I accounted for them, then I'm going to get everything right. But in essence, or the reality is, I didn't have the main fundamental principles in place. So it didn't matter how well I controlled those small details because the bigger pieces of the puzzle weren't fixed. I wasn't going to get any result that I wanted. So let me give you the perfect example for that. You see, my brother, he's always been my hero. He's always been my role model. And he's about four years older. So when he was in high school and he first started to get into fitness, he started to get into exercise, he started to get into getting shredded and looking good for the ladies. I was still in middle school, but that influence carried on over to me. So when I saw him 
start to take those protein shakes, I was like, yo, like, what's that? He's like, oh, man, it's protein. It's to build the muscle. I was like, the muscle? I want some of that muscle. (laughs) So I started taking protein shakes pretty early on. And I thought protein shakes were the be-all, end-all of being able to gain muscle, of trying to lose weight. I thought they were just going to be like this magic pill. And it's crazy. Like, from middle school, I started taking protein shakes early on. And it was a habit that I had through middle school, through high school, even through college. I didn't even second-guess it. I thought that if I didn't take a protein shake or two, depending if I worked out or not, I wasn't going to make any progress. And it wasn't until I actually started to do more research into nutrition and dieting and exercising that I came across, well, what is a protein shake? What is its actual purpose? And well, protein powders, protein shakes, what they do is they're supplements. (laughs) Now you're probably thinking, yeah, no, duh, we know they're supplements. But let me put it to you this way. A protein powder is a supplement because... It supplements your diet. What that means is you can have two different dieters that are using basically the same macronutrients, the same amount of protein intake. You can have one person that's taking in the protein powder and the other one that's not. They're going to have the same amount of gains. Assuming all the other variables are the same, you know, like the same workout, same environment, same genetics or similar genetics. They're going to have the same amount of muscle growth. They're going to have the same amount of fat loss depending on what diet you put them. And when I had this realization, I was like, what? Like, my mind was blown for the past six, seven years of my life. I thought that if I didn't take my protein shake, literally everything I did at the gym would go to waste. Anything, any workout I did, any exercise I did was a complete waste of time. And it was at this moment that I realized, as Tony Robbins would say, I was majoring in the minor things. I was pre-optimizing. I was focusing on the little things that really had not much effect because protein was just something I could supplement out of my diet or supplement into or out of my diet and not see that much difference as long as I was still getting my daily protein intake goals. So after questioning my reality in the last couple of years, I started to ask the real important questions. What is that 20% that is actually going to yield the 80% of the results? Instead of focusing on those 5% changes like the protein intake or the supplements, which for one, I think that's what's wrong with some of the fitness industries. They push a lot of protein uh, supplements. They push a lot of just supplements in general, a lot of pills. When in reality, that's just 5% of the diet. But if you focus on the things that I'm about to talk about right here, you're going to be able to get those fundamental principles working so that you can make the progress that you need to make. But before we get into that, I just want to share what ended up happening. Once I stopped pre-optimizing, once I went back to those principles, to those foundations, that's when I actually started to see the results and the change that I wanted to have in my life. Because again, these are the things that if I stuck to, I was going to see actual results. Not the supplements, not the protein shake. It was the actual macronutrients, the calories, the micronutrients, even the nutrient timing. And this was powerful because now I actually had control over the things that mattered. It wasn't the false sense of control. It was the legit 
that was a legit sense of control because now I could focus on the things that actually mattered that got me closer to my goals, that got me closer and that allowed me to make more consistent progress over time. So what are these basic fundamental principles in terms of nutrition that you have to focus on? Well, I love to refer to Dr. Eric Helms' Muscle and Strength Nutrition Pyramid because he lays it out very simple, very plain, and this is it, and this is not anything new if you've listened to my podcast before because these are things that I've talked about before. So the one, the number one thing you should prioritize is your energy balance. Your energy balance is basically your calories. If you want to be and if you want to gain weight, you have to be in a caloric surplus. If you want to lose weight, you have to be in a caloric deficit. Doesn't matter what else you do, if you're not following those two things, you're not going to actually get the results that you wanted. After that, you need to make sure that your macronutrients are on point. That means you're getting your protein intake in, you're at least getting the minimum amount of fat that you need to to survive and to stay healthy, and the rest you're filling it with either carbs or fats, but that depends on whatever is a lot more sustainable for you and what you can adhere to. After that, you want to focus on making sure that you're getting your micronutrients. Then it's the nutrition timing. At what time of the day are you eating? Are you putting your carbs close to your workouts so you could optimize your energy there? Are you putting your fats farther away from your workouts so you can have that long-term energy? But you could start to build these... You. You could think of this as a pyramid, and like I said, if you refer to it, if you just go to Google and look at this image, it gives you the perfect example of how important all that is. And then at the top is once you have all these things, then you could really focus on supplements. Then you could focus on your protein powder. So what I realized was from the beginning, I had it all backwards. I was focusing on my protein powder. I felt like protein powder was the most important thing, but in reality... It wasn't. In reality, protein powder only accounted for a tiny percentage of the gains that I could be making. And I was trying to pre-optimize. And because I was trying to pre-optimize, I wasn't getting anywhere. Instead, by focusing on the fundamentals, focusing on the solution that's going to get us there the quickest. And then from there being able to iterate, which would be these fundamental principles. I was stopping myself from making the progress that I wanted to make. So that, my friends, is a framework that you can apply to not only fitness, but other things in your life. Try to pay attention. It goes back to like the 80-20 principle. Try to pay attention to when you're pre-optimizing, right? When you're working on those things that are only going to yield that 20% result that might not really make a huge difference as opposed to trying to focus on those 20% of things that are going to yield on that 80% of the results, that big chunk. It's like... The, fun, the fundamentals, the foundations that's really going to make those changes, whether it's in fitness, health, relationships, career, finances, whatever it may be. So as always, I hope that this episode brought you value. I'm always looking to hear from you guys. You can leave me feedback. You can send me a message on Instagram at Fitness Frameworks. Go check it out. I'm trying to leave content there. I'm trying to have daily live videos so that I can share with you guys more perspectives very similar to this one. Because, again, as I mentioned before, these are things that I wish I knew when I started or I wish I could have learned earlier so that I can apply earlier throughout my fitness journey. But there's nothing we could change. So the most I could do right now is just spread that awareness and help you get to your goals so that you could build a sustainable fitness lifestyle.
And I actually want to make just one more announcement. You might have noticed maybe the background noise kind of changed a little because I'm actually talking to you from my office now, which will sound a little bit different in the episodes. But these last couple of weeks, I've been working on such an awesome project for you guys. It's a free training. And today is the day that this project gets launched, June 1st. And right now, it's free. It's a training. I talked to six fitness experts, basically asked them the five to six questions that I wish I knew when I first started my fitness journey and guys the things that they said were completely awesome they're completely incredible so go check that out at fitnessframeworks.com slash jumpstart this will allow you to jumpstart into building a sustainable fitness lifestyle whether you're a complete beginner whether you're someone who's done a lot of yo-yo dieting before and tried things that just haven't worked in your way or maybe you just feel like you don't have the time you could start to take this free online training to be able to move forward and start to build a sustainable fitness lifestyle All right, guys, that is it for this episode. I hope to see you in the next one, and I hope to see you inside the free training. Peace. Yo, I created a free course for you. I sat down with six different fitness experts who have delivered countless results for all their clients. I asked them questions that I wish I knew when I first started my fitness journey. And let me tell you, you will not be disappointed with their insightful answers. In fact, I went ahead and created a free training just for you. You could head over to fitnessframeworks.com jumpstart to get your free training and start to build a sustainable fitness lifestyle. I'll see you inside.